0: Victoria. I just want to share a mini episode every single week as I want to be there for you. We have had amazing nature-based educators each week sharing their outdoor classroom stories. So we're pulling some of the key elements from these interviews into these mini episodes. So I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see in a new way that feels like teaching outdoors is doable and that you are much closer than you think. And I want to show you that it's possible one of my many episodes and I hope you like it Hey there. Today we're going to talk about generational environmental amnesia. Can we cure it? Welcome. My name is Victoria Hackett. I'm the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com, a platform where educators can find resources for creating outdoor classrooms and nature-based curricula. I also run the Secret Gardens Nature Program for little ones in our Secret Gardens Outdoor Classroom and host up this podcast. So welcome. Welcome. If you don't know me, my outdoor classroom story started when my own children were in elementary school and preschool, and we started up an outdoor classroom there, and it was a transformative experience. I believe the whole story is in one of my early episodes, so you can go listen to that, but I wanted to start this episode with a quote. If you know better, you do better. And that's of course by Maya Angelou. And that's a little bit about what we are going to be also talking about today. So in our last episode, which was called No One Goes Outside Anymore, that episode really sparked up some incredible conversation in the circle community. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about that and what transpired. So again, we had this wonderful conversation about about just kids not going out anymore and what that is like. So I brought this topic to our Circle Live Roundtable discussion, and it was, all I can say is, wow, it was an incredible conversation that everybody really uh, had a a say and uh, really responded to this particular research uh, in terms of kids just not going outside. We sort of knew that but putting that to the numbers and the percentages of kids not necessarily going out today versus maybe when I was, when we, us older folks were uh, kids and it sort of left us dumbfounded. So we got into this, this conversation and I have to do a shout out to uh, Bianca Hagen from the Hidden Valley Forest School. She introduced us to the term, the Shifted Baseline syndrome. I had not heard of this. And since this incredible conversation at our circle round table, I went on to do a little more research and found that it is the gradual change in the uh, accepted norms uh, for the condition of the natural environment due to the lack of past information or the lack of experience of past conditions. So for example, we were outside uh, the other night and noticed a couple fireflies and it was amazing. We were were so surprised to see them because we hadn't seen them a lot recently. So the bugs and the birds and all of that is from, from our experience or my experience growing up. We had wonderful memories of summer nights catching fireflies, putting them in the jar and watching them. But there were so many of them that it was it became this incredible game that we would play. And of course, we release them. And today, not so many, and the same thing for butterflies. I've seen a couple butterflies, but in years past, there were many, many, many butterflies. So that's what they're talking about, the shifted baseline syndrome which where we are, depending on where you are generationally, if you're a young child or someone who's been around for a while, uh, your experience of the environment is going to be different because our environment is changing so drastically. So this also led us to the term environmental generational amnesia. And that is pretty incredible to think about what That is, so this is the term, shifting baseline is often brought up in reference to what I was talking about before, climate change. It centers around the idea that because the environment has changed so drastically, the baseline, we are all realistically able to get back to, it's just too far away. So they change the baseline. This again is a more complex discussion about the lack of butterflies and lightning bugs, today compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago. There's such a drastic change and that those changes, these drastic changes change our memories. So if you remember, if you listen to the last episode, I open up with, let's thinking about your childhood memories. It's really not until we had that round table discussion that I realized that, wow, there is this amnesia. That's So in interviewing many nature-based educators on this podcast, I have heard the stories firsthand about so many different challenges that are environmentally-based, and specifically, I think we all know about the smoke from the fires in Canada. So therefore, many of us have not even been able to go outside because of the air quality. And I've also noticed parents that were in our nature-based program today that kids couldn't go into the water in the ocean because of the high bacterial rates. It was unsafe. So this is all playing a part in terms of what their memories are, very different from and how the environment is changing. But in this episode, I really actually want to circle back to how children are forgetting about nature and how that is impacting the face of education. So are children forgetting about nature? Are they giving the opportunity to be in nature, to explore nature, to be out in nature? So one of the biggest things that we can do is if you're listening to this podcast, you probably teach outdoors, hopefully, and or you want to teach outdoors, or you're aiming to go in that direction and really thinking about Creating those experiences, and this is what we do at outdoor classrooms: is we provide the resources to make it an easy experience. And the best thing you can do is to create an outdoor classroom that has the most wildlife, the most, and bringing in those plants that that those native plants that are going to create those spaces. The other thing that came up in our discussion uh, from our circle table, which was absolutely Incredible was we were talking about. Well, what could we do as educators to to really be a part of this movement in terms of trying to trying to bridge that gap in terms of this this environmental amnesia. And one of the things that. Was talked about was obviously bringing being outdoors, but another thing was we really talked about community and how children are not outside anymore. If you go to neighborhoods, they're not free-range kids. They're, there's a fear, and and kids are spending much more time inside. They're not at the parks. They're not on their bikes. They're not playing kickball and in the streets and all of that. So really thinking about. The, the, and, and one one of our members even said it's like a desert. You know, they lived on a cul-de-sac, and it was it was a desert. No one was outside, and kids will go outside when other kids are outside. So we're in terms of creating this culture, and how can we as educators? So we talked about creating community. We talked within our programs, we talked about all the little different things we said. And uh, Julie Smith, at the end of our call, put the icing on the cake. And she really, we talked about all of these different things. But the one I want to sort of I'm not going to quote her perfectly, but she said to really think about all the things that we're doing, but then educating parents and showcasing how they can pick up the torch and after we have provided this foundation for them. So I want to leave on that, sort of thinking about just that, thinking about all of these different terms, generational environmental amnesia, really kids not knowing uh, or experiencing nature, so therefore they have nothing to draw upon. And depending where you are, how old you are, and where you are generationally, it's it, your experience is going to be different. Therefore, passing that on to the next generation, you're going to draw upon your own. That's so important to share and to get these kids outdoors and sharing and a lot of the resources that we can provide here at Outdoor Classrooms helps you do that in a very simple, simple way with a community. And uh, I want to thank our members for inspiring this incredible conversation and really teaching me about this shifted. I hope we can help bridge the gap and look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you set the right goals, then actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing community. Each month, 24-7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching bootcamp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversation. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses. You get, get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children i hope you can join us for the price of one workshop you get all of this you get to become a member of our family at outdoor Classroom. so i hope you can join us i will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later come join us